Hello, church family and friends. Glory to God. We are so glad to have you with us once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. Most of you already know this, but we don't want to take anything for granted. And we are so delighted to be with you once again today to look into the Word of God and to see what the Lord would have us to share today. We prepared some wonderful things, but uh, we always endeavor to follow the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us to tailor-make the audience and what they need to hear yeah. so everyone can hear according to their need. And uh, today, as we look at these things from the scriptures, uh, take go and get your Bibles if you don't have them already, because you need to uh, have that as the direct reference point to the things we're teaching. These are not things that we've made up or ideas that we have. This is the precious word of the living God that we're giving to you. And it'll become life to you as you receive it and act upon it. Glory to God. Yeah. We want to also thank our uh, church family and friends for their continued faithful support uh, to help make what we do in our church and outreach possible. Praise God. And uh, you can uh, go to our website and give online if you'd like to, and we do appreciate your faithfulness. Praise God. Yeah. There's a lot of people to reach this year in 2021, and we're just getting started. Praise the Lord. So, Let's go ahead and look at the Bibles, look in our Bibles, <laughs> praise the Lord, and hopefully you have yours. Uh, and I'm going to read a scripture here, and uh, we're going to continue on from what we began last week looking at on earnestly contending for God's will in our life, earnestly contending for God's will. That is totally scriptural, and it's very necessary, especially at this point and juncture is what we see what's going on in our nation. And uh, we as Christians are to be the light of the world, salt of the earth, and we're to lead the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we don't know what God wants, then we're going to have a hard time leading others into the fullness of God's will in these last days before Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. So if you have your Bibles, let's look here, first of all, at uh, the uh, second verse. Uh, actually, we could start in verse 1 of Jude. And it's only 25 verses long, and it's right before the book of Revelation, the last uh, uh, epistle uh, in the New Testament, right before the book of Revelation. And look here, it says, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. And uh, that's important to bring out here as we look at this verse and passage of Scripture, that we all have a calling on our life. That's right. And as we're looking at, and we've been looking at these last few weeks, that we all have a race to run. First mm -hmm. Corinthians 9 uh, tells us a little bit about that, along with other places. God has a specific task for you, and it's a good task because we're mm -hmm. servants of the Lord in these last days. Uh, we have assignments mm -hmm. on our life. Yes. And to reach the fullness of the blessings of God that he has for our intended lives, we need to follow the path of the Lord individually and then corporately in the local church, because uh, that's what God wants in these days in which we live. So you are called, you have a calling, a divine calling upon your life as a particular member in the body of Christ, according to 1 Corinthians 12. But let's go on and read, it says verse 2, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith. That's a good passage right in there 
to underline and highlight in your Bibles, if it isn't already, to earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Now he goes on and he talks about certain men crept in unawares and turned the grace of God into lasciviousness. So whenever God gives forth his truth, you can always bet on the fact and bank on it that uh, the devil's going to be there to try to steal everything that God has given to his people. And as the scripture says here, uh, we're to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered. Amen. So we know that uh, Jude was facing this and encouraging the believers at that particular time. Paul already talked about, we are at, not as so many there in Second Corinthians who corrupt the word of God. And so the word of God was already right after Jesus left the earth. And before that, for that matter, in the Old Testament, the devil's always endeavored to corrupt the word of God. Mm -hmm. But thank God we have a more sure word of prophecy and we have the inspired, authoritative, uh, written word of God that we can trust our very lives upon. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Yes. And that's good news. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So this earnestly contending, and we got into this a little bit last week, didn't we, honey? Mm -hmm, sure. About earnestly contending and what that takes. Because as I mentioned a moment ago, we do have... Uh, uh, an individual plan and assignment that God has given to us to run this race here on planet earth while we live here. And we're going to have the greatest amount of joy, peace, and uh, uh, prosperity in every facet of our life, mm -hmm. spirit, soul, and body uh, that we can ever obtain to by being right smack dab in the center of God's perfect will for our lives. Mm -hmm. And we can, it doesn't matter how long you might feel that you've been out of the will of God or how many times you've messed up, we've all missed it, all right? But we can't camp on we missed it because that's past tense. That's in our past. We can't change the past. All we can do is make the adjustments that we've seen from what we've done wrong in the past and move forward by the true grace of God. We get things under the blood. We, we receive forgiveness according to 1 John 1, 9. And then we forgive ourselves. And uh, we run into so many people and have through the years to, they they cease not to live in an unforgiving state towards all of the mistakes they made. Well, uh, allow the Lord to get involved in your life mm -hmm. and allow the, the truth of God's word to permeate your thought processes to know mm -hmm. that God's not holding your past against you. Mm -hmm. By the blood of Jesus, he washes away all of our guilty stain. Yes. And we are what we are, as Paul said, by the true grace of God. So it keeps us all in a humble position to uh, be in a position to where we can be blessed of the Lord. Right. Because in and of ourselves, we can do nothing. Jesus right. said that. Right. But with God, we can do all things. And so no matter where you're at and what stage of life, there's, race for, there's a race for you to run. And it's important for us to stay with it and stay steady. And as Jude was saying here, earnestly contend for the faith, mm -hmm. earnestly contain. So it's going to take some diligence. It's going to take some uh, stick to itness. And uh, we have to be disciplined about this uh, because the race that God's called us to run is uh, full of twists and turns and all kinds of things that the devil would try to do to sabotage what God has got for us. So with that in mind, as we look at the scriptures today, open up your heart and receive fresh hope and encouragement from the precious word of God that 
you can, by the grace of God and the authority given to us because of being a born again child of the living God, that by the blood of Jesus, we can walk free from our past. We can walk in full assurance of faith into the future that God has for us. But it takes some contending. Amen. It takes some contending, just like we're going to have the Super Bowl coming up here this next weekend. And the teams that are playing in the Super Bowl are not there because they just happen to be just the run-of-the-mill team. No, they had to do some contending. They had to do some earnestly striving mm -hmm. to be the best they could be, right. to put it on the game field uh, on the days they played their opposition to win. And now they're playing for what's called in the world the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. Okay, but uh, earnestly contending, mm -hmm. praise God. Yeah. Uh, so it's an interesting subject. It is. It is. <laughs> but, it's, but it's always uh, it's always an active subject, and I yes. also too, you know, when when you um, you think about the victory, mentioning the, the Super Bowl and mentioning the teams that have, you know they're going to be playing. One thing that they had to do was not just to win, you know, the, a game. They had to win games in order to get to where they're at today and where they're going to be at next week. But it's something they had to keep striving for. Yes. And um, I appreciate what Jude was saying here. When he said that, you know, we have to earnestly contend, it sounded like he was going to go ahead and write about something else, but he was um, prompted, so to speak, to go ahead and write to the fellow believers and to remind them once again that these things of God, we've mentioned this before, you know, the things of God just don't fall on us like ripe cherries off of a tree so to speak. Well, we, we have to contend. We do. But there's there's a part that we have to play in all this. You know, <clears throat> the Bible says that faith without works is dead. So when we accept Jesus, we have a measure of that faith. When we trust in him, there's a measure of faith. But in order to build up our faith muscles, in order to exercise the faith, we have to be believing God yes. all along the way. Just like these teams, they got to where they're at today because of all the mm. victories that they obtained. Right. So when we obtain faith, we have to maintain our faith. And we do that by persevering in the things of God. We do that yeah. by feeding our faith. We do that by exercising our faith. We do that by being a doer of the word. Yeah. And that, you know, we see from the word of God, okay, these promises belong to us. But there's a resistance that comes. There's mm -hmm. a contending. Why do you have to contend for something? It's because there's a resistance to that. Mm -hmm. There's always a resistance to our faith. And that, you know, hopefully it's not us. We want to get things under the blood, like you're mentioning, honey, when, you know, when we've sinned, get things under the blood quickly and forgive yourself and move yeah. forward. And don't, there's no such thing as punishing ourselves. That would God, yeah. that would do, That's um, totally the, the Lord, yeah, that would do the word of God, injustice, injustice. And that would also, um, you know, the blood of Jesus, that would say, that it's not good enough for us. And exactly. that's, that's one thing we don't want to be doing or saying. And, but just, you know, get things under the blood. Don't receive condemnation. Don't put yourself under con any more condemnation. Right. Follow after the spirit. Follow after the things of God. No matter how many times you've missed it. Exactly. Just like Peter, when he came to Jesus and said, Lord, how often do I forgive my brother? He yes. said, until seven times. And he said, no, and, until 70 times seven. Yes. So all that in one day, 490 That's times. Right. Well, think about so, those football players. Think about those football teams. If they had lost a game along the way, they might have said, well, we give up. We we lost. Mm -hmm. There's no point in going forward. 
No, they just lost one game. Right. They moved forward. They they put their mindset to, you know what, we might have lost that one, but we're we're on our way. Exactly. We're, we're going to obtain the victory. We're, we're going to press forward. forward. That's yeah. right. Amen. Amen. So praise Amen. God. Amen. Yeah, it's, and it's so important that, to remember that uh, uh, anything, success takes diligence. It takes uh, stamina. And we're talking about things that we need to do and trust on the grace of God to help us in these things. Mm-hmm. But it takes spiritual stamina. Mm-hmm. And our strength uh, comes from the Lord. That's why we're told in Ephesians 6 to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Mm-hmm. Not just go out and lift barbells and be strong in the natural. That's good and fine. Mm-hmm. It has its proper place. But it's to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. There is a spiritual strength. Mm-hmm. that we need to draw from and yes. walk in and be diligent to know that the Lord is with us mm-hmm. and he wants to help us every step yes. of the way. Yes. And so to contend, you're going to have a series of many battles. Every day can be a new battle, if you will. It's a new day to see the blessings of God. But every day you get up, you'll have resistance to get into your prayer closet, to read the word of God, to do the right things, to be honest, to be uh, helpful, to be loving, uh, to put the past behind you, and all these things. And that's normal. It's it's normal Christianity, and you'll you'll never it's get past that, that resistance. Yes, it's like my dad used to say, and some of you have heard this before because I use a lot of his quotes because there's truth in what he is saying, and uh, he's in heaven now, but uh, he said, you know, you can usually tell when you're on the road to success. It's all uphill. Now, he had that saying, and it's a worldly saying, but let's look at the truth that's therein. It's like rolling a snowball uphill, as they say. Uh, It gets harder and harder because if you're rolling the snowball in the snow, it's gaining gaining weight as you're pushing it Mm -hmm. against resistance going uphill. Well, on the road to success is, as you said a minute ago, honey, these things just don't fall on us. And if you're going to succeed in anything in life, in the natural, but spiritually, run in your race, because that is the most important thing that you succeed in, is running the race that God has called you to run, to be uh, connected in the body of Christ, uh, to be diligent in your assignment, praying, finding out. Uh, And that means if you just got saved yesterday or today, uh, or you've been saved for 50 years, there's a continuing ongoing assignment. And uh, sometimes people, you know, uh, as it says there in the book of Ecclesiastes, it talks about to everything there's a season. And sometimes you hear believers uh, talk about the different seasons that they're going through in their life. And it's like God changes their season every few weeks or a month or two. And that's that's not the way it works. He was giving you illustratively in the natural we have four seasons of the year, and some of them are more pronounced than others. But generally speaking, because of the way that the earth tilts on its axis and depending upon what hemisphere and what geographical location you live in, these all change. But they, there's a certain amount of fluctuation every, every year in any given year. But the point is, is that uh, we don't just get to the place that, well, I've been serving God for 20 years and 30 years, and mm-hmm. we enter into retirement. And we're not serving God anymore. We don't. We lose that passion. Because when we start losing that passion, we actually start dying. Mm-hmm. We, we start going regressing from where we were at. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember these things. That's right. So we have to be diligent about it. We have to be diligent. So just 
in, in conclusion to this about my dad, you can usually tell him when you're on the road to success, it's all uphill. Well, what he was talking about is you've got to be diligent. Yeah, it's that. true in the natural. It's true in the spiritual. So understand that the fight and the good fight of faith is something that goes on every day of your life. And you're going to have to push through a lot of times. Yes. Uh, if you're going to see a business succeed or in ministry or whatever it is, you're going to have to be diligent to do the right things, yes. even when yes. it doesn't feel like it. That's right. And that's where faith comes in. That's right. Well, amen. Uh, you know, when when the word says that we, we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, or, you know, we're not supposed to be ashamed and what happens if if your boss, let's just say, or your employer gives you something to do and gives you a project or an assignment and you just kind of like pass it off and you're like, well, you know, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get it done or I'll just kind of, you know, jimmy rig it and just throw it together and put it together. And and then here here's the deadline. Here's the due date. And you bring it before them and they're like, well, how come you didn't how come you didn't put some effort into this? How come you didn't strive? How come you didn't? You know, exactly. you know, really put your your best interest into this. Well, I just kind of, you know, thought you'd understand. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanted you to put, you know, I wanted to have a, a spirit of excellence about this. I wanted it to exactly. be maybe not perfect, but be something where it's presentable. And that's where shame can come in. And the Lord doesn't want us to be ashamed of our walk or our, you know, in him or our knowledge of the word of God. We all come to the word of God as baby Christians in the sense that, we don't know anything. Yep. And, um, you know, it seems like the more I read the word, the God, it seems like the more I don't know. And I realize I don't know, but I want to know more. And with all understanding, the Bible says with knowledge, get understanding. Just keep getting it. Mm -hmm. And so we study to show ourselves approved so that when we stand before the Lord, we can say, you know, we did our best. <clears throat> That's all he wants us to do is give him our best and do our best. Yeah, and he I blesses that. So I like what First Corinthians chapter 9 says and. Let's go ahead and turn there if you've got your Bibles handy. But I like what it says here in verse 22. So Paul is talking to um, the church of Corinth, and he's written these letters to them. And these letters are for you and I today. These epistles, these letters are for us today. And uh, he says, to the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to, to all men. I made all things to all men, that I might... By all means, save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. So he's flexible, right? He was flexible. He recognized that, you know, he wants to become like them, but he also wants to be able to, to minister to them, okay? Though Now he starts to exhort them and exhort us. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. <laughs> know ye not that we which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. So we're talking about that, relating it to sports, running our race to obtain. It's not mm -hmm. just to be running a race with no purpose. No, right. it says right here in verse 25, and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. That means we're moderate in all things, right? We're balanced, being balanced Christians. Yes. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. He's talking about spiritual things. And go, continuing on here. Verse 26, I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Well, you just don't run. When you're running a race, you just don't, you're not just flailing your arms like this. It'll cost you time. It'll cost you effort. It'll cost you the race. You won't be able to win it. But no, you keep them to your side. You have develop a stride. You develop mm -hmm. a pace 
so that, you know, you can finish the race and not wear yourself out. So I, therefore, repeating this again, so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body, this is what Paul's saying, he, he keeps his body under, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached others, I myself should be a castaway. So in order to obtain spiritual things, we have to keep our body under. That's exactly. where the contending comes from. That's <clears throat> where the resistance is. Your flesh is like, I don't want to read my Bible today. I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like mm -hmm. I'm saved. I don't feel like reading the Word of God. I don't feel like going out and being a witness. I don't feel like passing out tracts. I don't feel like going to church. Well, there's a lot of things we don't feel like, but if our flesh had its own way, we'd be in mm -hmm. bed every day and probably do nothing. Yeah, no. and who's our real <laughs> enemy? The enemy is not your spouse, your children, your neighbors. No, no. Your enemy is the devil because he's trying to stop the progress the plan that of you make in the plan of God in the race that you're running. Mm -hmm. That's where the that's where the real issue is. The in the invisible world is we can't see all the resistance going on. And I'm not that's magnifying right. the devil. He's legally underneath our feet, uh, underneath our feet. But what we don't know can and will be used against us. We have to be aware. We, and we need to be aware. We can't be ignorant of the. We devil's we need to be aware of that. Yes. And if we're not aware of it, then he's going to use that to his advantage mm -hmm. and to our disadvantage. That's right. So That's right. when Paul said, I keep under my body, I keep under my body. What, what is he talking about? He said, unless when I preach to others, I myself become a castaway. So our body is going to try to stop us, but our body, it gives voice to feelings, right? But what is that fed from? Well, our emotions, our yes. soul, our, our thoughts that come into our mind, what we allow to take hold or put in our thinking process. Mm -hmm. So we have to really, the real battlefield, and we've mentioned this before, is really in our thought life. Mm -hmm. And that is what's going to do you either a great service and help in being instrumental for you succeeding in the plan and the purposes of God, yes. or it's going to hinder you and it's going to thwart what God wants to do. Mm -hmm. So, as, as I've said before, and many other people, not just myself, but I'm the devil's not my biggest enemy. I am my biggest enemy because God has given me the freedom of choice. That's right. So I get That's to right. choose what I'm going to think on and therefore what I'm going to believe, what I'm going to decide to do, and what I'm going to appropriate and begin to walk out in my life. So it's not just there's such a big devil and... He, he, I can't do anything. He's beaten me to a bloody pulp. It's not like that. No. Because if you're a child of God, you've got authority over him in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And right. once we repent, get things under the blood, and we're in fellowship with God, uh, the devil, he can't take advantage of us because right. he doesn't have any place. He doesn't have a handle. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> like Jesus said in one place, he said, Satan cometh and findeth nothing in me. In other words, he didn't have any handles. He didn't have That's any right. places. That's so if we hold on to sin and wrongdoing, mm -hmm. then we give the devil uh, an advantage over us, mm -hmm. right? That's right? And when we know the good we ought to do and we don't do it, the Bible says that is sin to us, mm -hmm. all right? We're supposed to lay so, aside those weights. So yes, lay aside those weights. Because those little, those little things, it's the little foxes that spoil a vine. Yes. And if we lay aside those things, and we could purpose this year, 
You know, I'm, I'm, I want to strive for God's mastery and the race that he's called me and the race that he's called you mm -hmm. and what he's called you to do. You know, we get before the Lord. We seek his face. Yeah. Those hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. We acquaint ourselves with the word of God. We acquaint ourselves and get <clears> to know the Lord, get to know him and spend time with him. Yeah. How do we get to know the father's Praise heart God. if we don't get to know him? How do you get to know a friend if you don't spend time with him? How do you get to know uh, acquaintance? An acquaintance can become a friend. And mm -hmm. a friend is one you know. You understand them. You, right. get, you, get to, you, you become familiar with them. And I like what Job says there, um, and I believe it's chapter 25. And he talks about, acquaint now thyself with the Lord. You know, get to know him. Spend time with him. And uh, it's, it's, it's actually Job 22, verse 21. And you can read on down there through the next several scriptures on how spending time with the Lord and he hears you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get built up in the things of God. It's all about running this race. Yes. It's all about, mm -hmm. you know, when a person runs a race, they have to build themselves up. They have to exercise. They want to be lean and mean, so to speak. Uh, they want to be eating right, doing the things naturally. Well, the things apply spiritually as well. Exactly. Running our race, building <clears throat> yourself up on the word of God, building yourself mm -hmm. up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, Amen. praying in other tongues. So we can be spiritually strong. So we can finish our race. We have to pace ourselves. It's a it's a marathon. It's not just a you know sprint. Okay, we just got dash. yeah we just got over the finish line. No, it's our race is uh, the race of life. Yes, holding fast mm -hmm. and and being strong, being steadfast in those things, being balanced. It's all about being balanced. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we were looking at Hebrews chapter eleven, which talks about the heroes of faith. Faith now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then, and that's verse one. And then verse six says, for without faith, it's impossible to please him for he that cometh unto God must believe that he is and that he, he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's right. All right. So we seek in him, we start turning towards him, putting the past behind us and just as a plotter, one foot in, in front of the other, just every day doing what we can do with the help of the Lord, knowing he's there to help us and beginning to string together day after day after day after day that turns into week after week after mm -hmm. week, month after month after month of being a doer of the word. Mm -hmm. Are you saying and it you start, takes time? Yeah, it takes time. Are you saying it takes a routine? It takes a routine, but it's not a dead uh, uh, routine. It's a living routine, yes. and it's based on the holy written word of God. Mm -hmm. And this is the starting place. Do what you can do. Don't always look for what you can't do. Right. Start where you're at. That's how you build strong faith in God. And that's how you you live day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade. And you build a life, as Jesus said, he who builds his house mm -hmm. on the rock there in uh, Matthew chapter seven. He said, when the storms come, mm -hmm. they're going to come. Yes, He's going to be still standing. That house is going to take a beating because there's days that are going to be better than other days. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, we are faith people, all right? But this is reality. This is reality. Just because you have faith, just because I have faith, doesn't mean we're not going to have resistance or problems or, or uh, opportunities to doubt. That's right. But you have to pass up some of these marvelous opportunities to disbelieve, to stop, and you got to keep on going, mm -hmm. and you got to push through. And you do it knowing as the backdrop that the Lord is on your side, Amen. that the greater one lives on the inside of you. Yes. Now, in Hebrews 11, 
we see all those great exploits of faith that were done by what we call the heroes of faith. But look at there in verse 12, uh, chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, that's talking about people that have run the race, Hebrews 11, and our spiritual predecessors, mm -hmm. people, relatives we might have had, or people that we've known in the faith that have gone on. Look what it says. It says, let us, and he's writing to believers here, let us lay aside every weight. And that is not an understatement or an overstatement. That is Bible. That is every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And look what he goes on to say. And let us run with patience. Yes. The race that is set before us. How? Verse two. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah. So look at we. There's so much right there yeah, in those verses stuff. of scriptures. Good but stuff. just to hit a couple of the high spots there, number one, we're told we see what's already took place, what's already transpired with other people and the promises of God. Then we're supposed to take from that and lay aside every weight. Some things are not weights. They just slow us down. Just like a, a runner runs, uh, he doesn't run with ankle weights on when he's running his marathon. He, he trains with that on, but he runs with it taken off, mm -hmm. right? Because he doesn't want any resistance. He doesn't have a yeah. big cowboy hat he's running with. Mm -hmm. I mean, because why? That's going to slow him down. Mm -hmm. It's going to, you know, try to fall off. It's going to wind resistance, all these different things. It's so, a distraction. so it's, and it's a distraction. So, the encouragement that we should see is, is that we lay aside these weights. God doesn't make us do it. That's we right. make the quality decision. Yes. Instead of watching TV, uh, you know, just, uh, spend an idle time on the, on the, on the, on the smartphone. The smartphone has made a lot of people unsmart. You know, <laughs> the Bible tells us in Proverbs kind of uh, out. to, with good advice, make war. Mm -hmm. All right. And with good advice, we make war. In other words, because we got an enemy and the battle has already been one by the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. but we got to do what we know we need to do empowered yes. by the spirit of the living God on the basis of the word of God, mm -hmm. because we've been born again and do what the word of God yes. says. And it doesn't mean it's wrong to watch television. It depends no. on what you're watching, of course, what you're feeding right. your mind on, or even your phone. There's a lot of stuff available now on, on our phone. We have to really be careful, but mm -hmm. have you noticed when you're on social media, you notice, oh, I would, oh, that there, there goes 10 minutes. There goes a half an hour. There goes an hour. Yeah, it can and, be just. And it's unproductive. And I think it, it's just for the important, most part. For the most part. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you can't search, you know. We're not trying to be legalistic here. We're not those type of people. Um, and we don't endeavor to be. But the point is, is that what are we feeding our mind on that's going to help us to get to where we need to go? And exactly. it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But it also depends on what are you doing daily? that you're building into your arsenal of routine, a good routine, good habits, good habits. that would help, help you to strive for that mastery that we're mm -hmm. talking about, what the Word of God is talking about. You know, if, a lot of times people want it, but they don't do anything about it. And faith right. without works, like we said in the beginning, is dead. <clears throat> we have to be doing the Word of God, not just believing, but be doing it, calling those things that be not as though they Faith were. is an act. It is an faith act. Faith is an act. If we say, I believe, and we don't do nothing. We don't start speaking the word of God and in a particular area of our life that we already know 
the promises of God and the, the confession is based on what God has already said, right? Right. If we don't release faith that way and corresponding action, doing in the natural, what we know we should do, mm-hmm. uh, then it's sin to us and it's going to short circuit the power of God and the plan of God and it's going to slow us down in our race and we're not going to get to our destination. Mm-hmm. But if you go on there and look what it says, we lay aside every weight and the sin. Some things are weights, they just slow us down, but the other things are sins. Mm-hmm. And it easily besets us. This is just easy to happen because we have a, a physical body that hasn't been yet glorified. Jesus is redeemed in one day. Thank God we're going to have a glorified body. We haven't received it yet. Our flesh has an appetite to want to do the wrong things, mm-hmm. whether through our eye gate or our ear gate or through our feelings. So we have to keep it in check. And that's yes. why it goes back to, honey, what you were sharing there from First Corinthians 9, 27 earlier, keeping under our body. Mm-hmm. In other words, we take by our spirit, our, the new man on the yes. inside and keep Amen. it under, under the spirit of man. Yes. And the spirit of God lives on the inside honey, of us. Let me, if I can interrupt you for just a moment. Here. Yeah. You know, I, this, I, I've thought about this here a couple different times, and this can be so simple. And we, a lot of you probably are already familiar with the scripture but it says here in Second um, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says right here, and I want to read this. I want to do it justice by reading it. But I appreciate this because we have to remember where, from where we've come from, from whence where we come from, okay? Mm-hmm. And it talks about here, it says, Therefore, if any man, woman or child, right, be in Christ, he is a new creature, Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us, verse 18, us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And so if Jesus became sin for us, it says right there in verse 21, and he's made all (coughs) things new for us, you have a brand new start each and every day. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to purpose to do with it? Mm -hmm. And that's something that we have to just remind ourselves Remember, it's what Jesus did for us. Exactly. There's a part that we have to do, but there's a part that Jesus has done for us. And that's, yes. that's, we can't Amen. do his part, but he can't, we can't do his part and he can't do his part for us. Right. Or our part for ourselves, I should say. Mm-hmm. There's a part. So it's, it's both of us coming together. We receive what Jesus did, but we also take what he did and we move forward with it so that we can all not only be a blessing to those around us, to our own lives, but also we can Amen. be a blessing to others. Amen. And bring them into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. You get born again once, not again and again and again. But every day you You can have a fresh start start. Mm -hmm. because you get the past yesterday under the blood, the wrongs, the things like that. Mm -hmm. And you can move forward in full assurance of faith. Now, uh, when Jesus said here, or excuse me, Paul said by the Holy Spirit in Hebrews 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, it talks about how he endured the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cross was, cross was not an easy time for him, but he had to do that to consummate the plan of redemption for all of mankind once and for all. He had to do it, be raised from the dead, uh, and then ascend and set at the Father's right hand. And his blood is eternal, is an eternal once and for all sacrifice that was offered for the sins of mankind. But Jesus had to endure some things. We talked last week about when we began this, getting into uh, contending earnestly for the faith, that you're going to have to endure persecution. 
persecution arises for the word's sake. Yes. We're told that when the sower went forth to sow. You can see that Mark chapter 4 and Matthew 13. You can go and read that later. But those particular chapters tell us about the sower along with Luke 8 and how that the devil comes immediately to steal the word. Mm -hmm. How do we allow him not to steal the word? We hide it in our heart. We yeah. keep it before our eyes daily. And we, as we've already mentioned, we run our race by being a plotter, by being diligent, by having good uh, prayer habits, study habits, being a doer of the word habits every day of our lives. And we miss it. We get it under the blood. And guess what? Then we move right back into the fullness of what God has for us to do and what he wants us to do. Okay. Yes, so praise God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. You have a great opportunity to have 2021, no matter what they're saying out there about, oh, it's going to be dark, it's going to be gloomy, it's going to be this or that. You have a great opportunity before you, as does every Christian, to have a great blessed year this year, Yes. <clears throat> no matter what's going on. Uh, so <laughs> we, we have to be strong and very courageous. Yes. We have to be strong and very courageous. Just like God told Joshua, we need to get up. He said, Moses, my servant is dead, Joshua chapter 1. And he said, get up and uh, you need to cross the river Jordan. We need to move on into the promised land. And God has a promised land for you. First of all, in your relationship and fellowship with him and running your race and the plan of God being consummated this year to the fullest extent possible. And glory to God, the path of the just is it gets brighter and brighter because yes. it shineth more and more into the yes. perfect day. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I want to read a couple more scriptures here. All um, right. Before we come to a close, but I really appreciate what Hebrews chapter six, verses 11 and 12 say, and you can take note of this, but, and it says, and we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope and to the end. Yes. Remember, it's all about finishing our race. It's all about uh, accomplishing yeah. that. We don't want to get, get into it. That's a whole beautiful other subject, but we want to finish to the end. It's not just mm -hmm. getting by. It's not just, again, we were saying in the beginning, Having one victory, no, we want to have. We want to have every day needs to be victorious, and it can be as we trust in the Lord and His ability to help us. But we have to also show patience. We yes. have to be patient with ourselves. Be exactly. patient with the race that God has called you to do. Your race might be different than someone else's. That's why you can't compare your life to someone else's. Exactly. Because everybody's so got a different race to run. Exactly. Verse twelve says that he be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So, honey, as we were sharing there in, in Hebrews chapter 12, talking about how all these people, these are examples in the faith. They inherited the promises of God because they they stuck with the plan of God for their lives. Mm -hmm. They followed after the plan of God, but they also <clears throat> had to be patient in their race. Exactly. Because, like you said, a race is something that we have to pace. We have to pace ourselves in our race. And our race is really our life. Yeah. It's what it is, falling after God. Yep. And waiting Amen. on him and, and being persevering and contending when yes. there's resistance. It's okay to have resistance. It's normal. Those that live godly will suffer persecution. But remember, Jesus has won every battle for us. Mm -hmm. He's won every battle for you. Don't forget that. Amen. That's why we have a fresh start every day. So Amen. Trust in his ability to help us. So through faith and patience. We inherit the promises, you see. So it's faith, doing the word, consistently yes. doing it, but it's being patient in allowing God 
to fulfill the plan and for that to develop in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of Christians think this easy believing and Christianity is just an easy thing. It's really not on our flesh because every day we have to die daily to ourselves, to what I want. Because now in the kingdom of God, as a child of God and a servant of God, we're called to do what the master wants for for our lives. So we have to discipline ourselves Mm -hmm. and we have to do that day in and day out. And it's not something we have to, we get to because he'll allow us not to do it. But (laughs) then we're not going to be happy with the results, okay? You might be out there today and listening, tuned in for the first time, said, you know, I don't even know for sure if I died today, I'd go to heaven. Well, uh, the plan of salvation is for you. And Jesus, he would have come for your life to redeem you and to save you and to forgive you if it was only for you. Mm-hmm. because the Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave. Yes. Love gives. Mm-hmm. And God the Father gave his only begotten son. And he did that for the whole world, but he did it for you. So that you could, because of what he did in purchasing forgiveness and redemption for mankind, you can, by the hand of faith, believe and receive Jesus as your Savior. The Bible tells us if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. So it has to do with what we believe in our heart and by saying it with our mouth. So if you're out there today, you might be in a backslidden condition. Maybe you were raised in church, signed your name on the roll, got water baptized. Those are fine things to do, but that doesn't save us. Mm -hmm. Only Faith in Jesus Christ saves us. And faith is based on what God has said. He is not willing that any perish, but all come under repentance. Mm -hmm. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And so if that would be you out there today, I want you to bow your head. And if you can, you can get on your knees right now and pray this with us. Not just saying words. Saying words does not do anything. Your heart has to be engaged. You can decide today that you're going to follow God Accept Jesus and allow him by the help that comes on the inside of you to turn your life around and follow and fulfill the plan of God for your lives. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there today, why don't you pray with us? Okay, just bow your head. Let your heart agree with the words that I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. Say, Heavenly Father, Father, I come to you you in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And right now, now, I ask you, you, Jesus, Jesus, to come into my heart. heart. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. That you've been raised from the dead. That you've been raised from the dead. And you're now at the right hand of the Father God. And that you're now at the right hand of the Father God. I ask you, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, to wash me. To wash, to me, cleanse me, to cleanse, to me, forgive me, to forgive me, and I believe, and I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is my Lord, is my Lord and Savior, and Savior in my heart, in my heart, and I want to thank you, Jesus, and I want to thank you, Jesus, for cleansing me, for cleansing me, forgiving me, for forgiving me, and bringing me into the Father's family, and bringing me into the Father's family right now, right now, and giving me a future, and giving me a future. In your family. In your family. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. If you prayed that with us, uh, go to the website that's down on the bottom of your screen and uh, go through that and uh, you can email us and let us know because we'd like to send you free of charge some materials. That'll be a great blessing to you. 
Uh, if you're in the Portland metro area, you don't have a good home church, uh, you can come and visit us in Tualatin. You can see that and the address and such there on our website. We'd love to have you if you don't already have a good local home church. And uh, boy, we had a great time last Sunday, didn't we? Sure did. Praise God. And uh, God uh, has given us a great future in him. And uh, as we go from here today, we want to close out by praying with and for you all right now. And uh, open up your hearts and lift your hands to heaven if you can. If you're driving, don't do that. But just connect any, any way you can, wherever you're at. And, uh, and just agree with this because we're going to believe with you that uh, God's turning things around Amen. and the best yes. is yet to come. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we pray uh, for the listening audience today, we thank you, Father God, for a fresh touch of your spirit upon them. And we thank you, Lord God, for the quickening of the Holy Spirit, bringing encouragement and life and strength. And that, uh, Father God, every person, Father God, out there under the sound of our voice will, Father, uh, implement uh, Father, these things that we looked at from your precious word today and that there'll be a doer, a cons consistent doer and be patient uh, in faith, yes, Father, knowing yes, yes. that, Lord, uh, you're for us, not against us. Yes. And that, Father, the best is yet to come. And Lord, we thank you for supernatural provision and protection yes, for every Lord. person today. And uh, we thank you for that, Lord God, to help every person to run their race to the fullest extent in the name of Jesus till you come. And Lord, above all things, yes. Yes. help us to be the best soul winners yes. this next year that we've ever been before. Yes. And Lord, we thank you for increasing and enhancing your kingdom and Lord, helping us to fulfill your plan in these last days before mm -hmm. Jesus comes. Yes. And we thank you for that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. Know that he loves you and we love you. And God bless you. We love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.